1: Discounts not available in all states and situations.
0: There's no place to escape to. This is the
1: last town. Oh, yes. On the left.
2: Side stories.
1: Yes. That's when the cannibalism started. Side, Side stories. Yes. <laughs>
2: Let me just do my daily prayer. You know, I always. Oh, pray. I hate grace. Oh, I've always I hate said, that, I've that we been do podcast doing this grace a lot as well with my
1: Gosha Susima. Uh, Gosha Susima, no, he's doing his. Make sure we're recording this. So they, but, it is Gosha Susima. No, Kissel's working on his Shinto opening prayer <laughs> for side stories. <laughs> no, I really appreciate it. Did you record me? I was doing my prayer. You were doing a sort of. It's very interesting the mashup of alcoholism and Shintoism. i have doing created. tried
2: January. I'm. It's I all know. edibles, and now. Ghost of Tsushima. That is very I good. I love the game.
1: It's <laughs> very good. And I'm
2: saying everything right so no one's making fun of me. No, it's Because I at see. first I said Ghost of
1: Tsushima and everyone's like, it's Ghost of Tsushima. You're right.
2: And now I'm nailing it. You
1: are nailing it. Woo. And I also wanted to commemorate today's episode because honestly, Kissel, how long have we been friends? Oh my God. Uh, 14 years. 14 years. I, I'm unfortunate. I don't. I shouldn't have saved it for the show to do this. <laughs> oh,
2: really? Because we were talking for like an hour before the show. You could have done this.
1: I needed, I needed, to, I needed to do it this way. Something you want to share. Okay. Um, I have been <laughs> burdened with a truth.
2: Okay. I
1: have not been able to share with anyone should until I now. Should I start
2: the show before you do this, or when should we, do you want to do it up top? I
1: think I have to do it up top. Um, okay. My name is not Henry Zabrowski.
2: <laughs> well, I've been calling you Henry Zabrowski for so long. So, of many people, the internet and everyone, many people, your mom, almost does. dozens of people. Seems like your parents named you that. But. Um,
1: my real name, uh huh, is um, Toronto <laughs> McKenzie. That's really? my real name, <laughs> and really? unfortunately, this is not my <laughs> accent what? as well. Really, yep. what, what's what's your real voice? Me that's it that that's is actually it. my actual voice I go hey, hey. and then I say uh, it's because look how you say um...
2: cook Cucumber? cucumber! Welcome to Side Stories, everyone. How you say cucumber? Well, Henry, I'm just uh, gonna what's say my real name. Toronto. Toronto, go back to Henry Zebraski! Okay,
1: I guess I'll continue to play this character for longer.
2: How you say cucumber? Cucumber.
1: Oh my goodness. Welcome to Side Stories once again,
2: everybody. Hope you're doing well out there. We are uh, oh my goodness. As a country, could we be any better off? We do want to say I this. Submit that we could not. <laughs>
1: We're doing we do, great. Huh? We're we, doing great. We only we almost made it a week <laughs> since so we, the insurrection.
2: We're not going to talk too much about the insurrection here, no. although Henry and I were discussing yesterday. We scoured the footage. We looked at photographs after photographs mm-hmm. after photographs as if we were finding out, trying to find out who killed JFK. And what didn't we see at the Capitol riot? not one last podcast on a left shirt so thank you good work good work good work not one piece of last podcast merch in the capital not one piece of last podcast merch is going to end up in the locker the in only a prison way. waiting for the prisoner to one day wear it again 10 years later after they get out of prison
1: the only way will happen again and mark my words 2058 Henry Zabrowski's sovereign citizen, fucking uh, when the Citizens Army, when Zabrowski's Citizen Army arrives at the Capitol steps, <laughs> I can only hope we will receive the same cordial <laughs> greeting that the last group did to just walk into the Capitol building and yeah. just do whatever the hell it was. They were, the people on the Capitol steps were treated much like the comedy troupe, Capitol steps. <laughs> allowed to go in there and smear shit all over the walls like the the acapella styling. I remember that capital steps the
2: capital steps just such a fantastic facetious political. I believe acapella group I remember when everyone got stampled, uh, stampled, trampled to death because they wanted to get in to see them perform because that's in how good
1: they were. Oh, uh, Mosey Pelosi, that whole thing she wrote, <laughs> it was this like weird thing about Pelosi's real, something about her being Italian. It's hilarious when they get, so they remind Calamari and oh my goodness Benahari.
2: Hey, that'll work. How you say cucumber? Well, speaking of updates into just the wonderful world, the wonderful country that we live in, prosecutors in the Lori Valley in the Lori Vallow and Chad Daybell case. They have f- brought charges of conspiracy to murder children. They have brought those charges against Lori and Chad. The kids are dead, and now Lori and Chad are being charged with conspiracy, but I don't believe they're being charged with murder. The but kids no, are they, dead. They're being charged with conspiracy. They're What's,
1: being charged for thinking really hard about it.
2: Thinking really hard, but then the
1: kids are dead, so why can't they
2: just connect this dot? I don't, I don't get know. Why can't they just, just they le- ju- jump? Jump? To conclusions
1: and say they did it. Yes, they simply just will not accuse them of murdering those kids. All
2: right, something's in the water in Idaho. I don't know what you're it could right. be. I guess it just takes a while to finally uh, accuse someone of murdering their children after their children are dead. But at this point, we do know they conspired to kill the children. And how sad would that be? You're sitting there, you're conspiring. Oh, we're gonna uh, kill these kids. How do you guy, say, cucumber? how do I get? How do I
1: kill it? How do I kill? You
2: and then. Kill. And then someone comes in and undercuts you and kills your kids before you could kill your kids. And you were working so hard on the map. And you were working so hard connecting all the dots. How am
1: I going to get away with it? And now some random schlubs, some Joe schmoes, are going to come over and kill the kids that you were going to kill? Honestly, first of all, number one, I understand your rage. You've been waiting to kill these kids. They were your kids to kill. Absolutely. Not just waiting, planning. Waiting and planning all the mental energy it takes to be in a conspiracy. You have to make sure the doors close. Everyone's got to have the soundproof headphones on. But what's more important is the job has been done, and now what you get to do is just sit back and relax. And that's why I think that if you were going to plan on killing your kids, but then someone else got to it, you know what you need to do? What? You need to take a, t- a trip to Margaritaville.
2: Margaritaville. Absolutely. And an speaking
1: I- of Margaritaville, these young men, they were in Margaritaville, and apparently what they found there was a pile of human bones. They no! really, really excited about this. This takes place in Polk County, Florida, one of the more beautiful counties. Oh, um, It's not. Is it not that? I'm just going to go out there. I love, I love, we love our Florida listeners, don't love we? Love our, I,
2: honestly, um, I love Florida because Florida, it's just as crazy as every other state, but Florida with their sunshine laws, they tell us the truth. And how many times you've been on a date and it takes you five dates in to realize, oh, this chick probably has sex with corpses. Florida, date number one, sentence number one, I fuck dead bodies. Let me know what you're coming from. And then I can make a decision right off the bat. Am I buying them drinks? Are we going to hang out? Maybe that's a one night stand. Honestness, or maybe it's a marriage.
1: The, the Let woman, me know the truth
2: about you. The woman does.
1: The woman that is building up their way to destroy your life, honestly, is really fun in those first couple of weeks. Absolutely. Because uh, that's the manic. That's the part. manic fades. Uh, but this story is about men. This comes from Polk County, Florida. This uh, uh, the, the one thing about Polk County is that it's one of the landlocked counties in Florida, which is... Oh, that's sad. You need the beach. You really <laughs> yeah. need the beach to cut it. Uh, deputies found a shed with a religious shrine and seven skulls in it. This is in ClickOrlando.com. So excited to go to Orlando. And I love that it's called ClickOrlando.com. What great stories are we going to
2: hear today Oh, these guys are stealing corpses because they think the energy of an army soldier it can be stronger them. than a non-army soldier. Do so you they're know, stealing
1: military bodies. But at least they have faith in our armed services. That is a good point, So These men, 43-year-old Brian Montalvo Tolentino and 39-year-old Juan Burgos Lopez, were arrested in Polk County after deputies said that they broke into four separate graves and took body parts from each person inside. Was this a one-night
2: event? Because let's be honest, this grave, grave robbing, I know, yes, obviously it's don't do it, but don't just not do it because it's illegal and immoral but don't do it because it's
1: hard. Yeah, because the it, graves are just there all the time. Yes. And when they get disturbed, it's really easy to notice because this yeah. is a veteran's grave that has been there for about 50 years, um, and they busted it open with a crowbar. As you can see, the damage on this website, Aww. it's like it's literally all fucked up. But the way they found them was that one of them left a cigar at the— uh, they left a scar at a previous grave robbing that they did where they traced the DNA to one of them, and they promptly flipped. On his partner, and basically what these guys were doing, this was a Palo Mayombe ritual, which we've we've talked about uh, yeah. ad nauseum, thanks to our, our Adolfo Constanzo series. Uh, but these guys, they said straight up, they wanted to go to veterans because they said they'd be, super, they'd be much more powerful. They didn't understand it would probably be highly noticeable well, if you rob a grave, and also I in do a have to, I, Cemetery.
2: I have to ask this question. Who does have more energy? Those who use that energy in life or those who don't? I would argue a veteran. They're dying in battle. Oh, you mean to tell They're me we should,
1: we should use the corpses of people who are great at call of duty? <laughs> yes. So they have the mind of a soldier, <laughs> the mind of but a soldier. the body of a bag of Doritos. Absolutely.
2: Well, that's kind of the point. They were working Keep so hard. the energy. Exactly. So maybe you need to dig up the graves of... People who start on my six hundred pound life, which has now been scooped by the thousand pound sisters,
1: thousand which, pound sisters. Would honestly, which is sad because it should be. If you really wanted to trump it, if you really wanted to, do, can we get a pair of fourteen hundred pound sisters in here? <laughs> is you know, that all? my six hundred pound white? My pick six hundred pound life had like that had like thirty six hundred pounds of people in it.
2: As we witnessed not just the collapse of our uh, republic, we also witnessed the collapse of television. Do you think that is in? TLC, the learning channel, by the way. The learning channel. I learned That's a lot from that channel. Be.
1: I learned that little people can have a farm. That's awesome. And you think it would be difficult for how tall horses are. But then they, they, everything also comes in small. So it all <laughs> you works just out. just get smaller horses. I didn't know, man.
2: I mean, America's we, crazy, dude. We've learned a lot from how they filmed Lord of the Rings. If you're in you're an executive at TLC... Do you just come up with the ideas of adding more weight to the said people that are going to be the stars of your show? Just be like, which also implies if you're 600 pounds and you apply to become on, to go on the show, my 600 pound life, they just reject you. Oh yeah. And then now you're a
1: default. It's the same thing with teen mom. You don't know need people got pregnant to try to get on teen mom. Yeah, they were just rejected. You need a hook. You needed a, t- you need a tiny sombrero. You need to be addicted to pills. You got to eat toilet paper. You have to have something fun. You and this is. To- Play, I'm thinking. Fun. But you pitch. know how hard it is to get pregnant and then also get rejected and then also get to 600 pounds and then get rejected? It's hard, man. It's a, it's like being an Olympian. Yeah. You, you could have some people. What about the 11th guy? Yep. That swims for a living and doesn't make it all the way through, but he's still faster than fucking thousands of other people, right? He beat us. He beat us, absolutely. But I'm just as good as fucking him because both of us
2: didn't go to the Olympics. That's fun. Absolutely. And neither of us had made any money doing anything with swimming. Uh,
1: Actually, we probably saved money because he probably spent a lot of money going to swim meets. I've actually been approached to be on the United States bobbing team (laughs) where you just go in the water and tread water. It's as long as you can, it's as many beers as you can fit while floating.
2: (laughs) You um, <laughs> would be the other every time an Olympic event or every time the Olympics comes to a city, they can pick an event. It's coming to Los Angeles. Do you know what they picked? Truthfully, what? break dancing, which could sure, be kind of cool. Great. It's just gymnastics, Absolutely, basically, with better is, music. Yeah, bobbing. See, when, Poland, when Poland gets the Olympics, <laughs> you wait
1: until it's like bobbing for rocks, just bobbing, just bobbing, just, bobbing. just straight up bobbing. And we have here is um, long bobbing, which is also known as planking. B- uh, but You know what my pitch is? Because you know what they do for a lot of reality television shows at TLC is that they will base a show on somebody that auditioned for another show. They will find that person. If they they like you, if they like your personality, then they'll find a new niche. And here's my pitch. 2,000 pound umpire. Woo! You're out! That's a way you got to have a unique
2: job and weight amount. I love it, my friend. Well, speaking of grave robbing, obviously these people in Florida—they're going to be arrested, or they they have been arrested. They have been arrested.
1: He said straight up that that one of them said Lopez uh, when he was questioned. He said he referred to cemeteries as he referred to cemeteries as holy sites and shopping centers. He said what's really hard is the United States. It's hard for him to get corpses for his religion and he blames us he's blaming the corporate takeover of america and i honestly think that's why it's important for walmart to start getting to human skulls you know it is a
2: really interesting accidental point isn't it yes yes isn't it about consumerism and where we are as a culture, where yes. we are as a people?
1: Can't even get a human fucking femur can't bone on eBay anymore.
2: Well, speaking, I can't even get a human femur bone. Speaking of, oh, and this I'll bizarre t- thing I, comes. We have to talk about Nganga still.
1: I just want to bring up really quick these what the video I saw of Azalea Banks. Well,
2: that's it. So Azalea Banks, she has been in the news now. And she was in Miami and apparently people are mad because I guess she cooked her cat. She really You're did. not supposed
1: to do that. But you know what? This is the what cat sh- was already dead. So at least the cat wasn't alive. I is that get- good? I'm going that because we here at last podcast on the left are That's gonna true. say we support Azalea Banks no matter what happens. Well we have because to I do yes. not I don't want to be cursed by I don't Azalea want to be Banks. Cursed. And I think that Azalea Banks should be allowed if she really wants to. She can uh, obviously, she is an adherent to Palomayombe. She Palo has Mayombe. an Nganga, we've seen it on her Instagram. Yeah. And she did have that very, it's I'm gonna say, graphic video of them digging up a cat and then and then boiling it. And you see all the meat <laughs> yeah. kind of fly off of it and all that kind right, of stuff. Right, and I just right. want to say, totally normal. Good for her for say- recycling her cat. How you say cucumber? How you what say a
2: So, this is what the rapper had to say about her very normal, rational. rational totally normal thing to do. Uh, and it's, well, her we ne- it's her cat. And Marcus we would is, never make fun well, I, of her. You know ever. what? I'm
1: not going to make, we actually physically can't make fun of her because Marcus Parks has done this same exact <laughs> shit at a restaurant that used to be called Creek in the cave in New York city. He did the same exact thing inside of an operational place.
2: Uh, all right. Well, this is what the rapper had to say. She says, because some people have been like, don't do that. That's bad. Don't you know, do it. You know, social, media could kind of Whoa, be a, a little Whoa, woke mob yeah whatever All but right. uh, so people are mad at her but this is what she said she says the cat went out, the cat went out with a fucking bang this is my impression of her <laughs> taking my bitch to Miami <laughs> <I> <laughs> and of course she's taking the cat to Miami in an nganga the nganga has the cat skull it has a bunch of what seems to be rum and whiskeys and stuff looks to be some weapons and a hundred dollar bill so that means she's asking for protection she's you, asking for money 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 she wants to get hammered, I guess.
1: She does like, well, she's doing that for whoever is the spirit inside of the Nganka. She obviously has been working towards something, maybe. But, you know, she might be not be trying to create utter chaos. She might just be trying to make more money and trying to, you know, amplify her voice. It is definitely a way to amplify her voice because it seems to get a lot of people talking about Azalea Banks. Every single time she boils a cat. She did cut through the noise, didn't she? She did. So in the Nganga, she has a
2: four-bedroom house. I can imagine every bedroom smelled just like one bedroom that had, uh, you know, the cat skull in it. it uh, the Nganga had peacock feathers, a bottle of champagne, $100, and a mostly empty bottle of Chanel Number no. 5, which I have to say this. I'm a spirit. I can destroy everything. Mm-hmm. You're going to fucking give me a spritz? Of Chanel number no. five, you're not going to get me a full bottle. I smell like death. She I might smell be using like it. Richard Ramirez's gingivitis come to
1: life. Why wouldn't you give me a full bottle of Chanel number no. five? She might be too much for it, but she might be trying to be elegant. She might have a skull or bone connected to somebody that she knows liked Chanel number no. five, and she might be using that as a way to communicate. With a spirit that is connected through the Nganga as a way to give that spirit something familiar to hold on to.
2: I also, again, we will never mock the great Azealia Banks. And please God, don't curse us. Don't
1: curse us. Please don't curse us. We'll do whatever it takes. Actually, I'll take the,
2: if I can get the thinner thing, but then, but for a month, and then I give it to somebody else. Give it to
1: somebody else. That'd be really cool. Just go like, just come up to me and touch me and go network (laughs) sick. (laughs) <laughs> and
2: then you're trapped on it. exactly. Then you're just on Superstore and you're just like one of the crates.
1: That's what happens.
2: That would that's be. A, a, that's a big success. Honestly, that is a great success. But Azealia Banks has a bit of a history of, um, we're just going to say being contrarian she uh, apparently is a contrarian. she uh she camped outside of uh elon musk's and grimes house well, <laughs> and uh, i'm not she, gonna you know what are you she, gonna do She scared fans by writing on instagram i think i will end my tenure here on earth soon it's very <laughs> so, scary i don't want
1: I you don't to commit suicide as Alia banks i don't want you to do it i want you to be strong use that in Ganga and power up your hip-hop career
2: well this is what the uh, apparently she sings a song called big big beat I'm so stupid. I don't I, know anything. I, I don't, love don't Big, know.
1: I love, I love Big Big B. It's a great song. Honestly, Azalea Banks, use your nganga to make a romantic connection with Ben Kissel. Yeah, that's Honestly, it. Honestly, will you marry Azalea Banks and bring <laughs> her into the fold? I'll
2: do whatever it that's takes. That's great. This is what she said on uh, on Instagram after, you know, the. I'm going to call it cat fluffle cat
1: kerfluffle (laughs) that's a cat
2: she says we got our ticket out of california through all the tears and suffering and wildfires and gender identity crisis the girls, the girls yeah, is. Lot, there's a lot it going in on Alabama. in California. And then she says, in all capitals, "I made it out of hell, Miami, USA. Let's go!" I mean, <laughs> hey, Miami's great. I like Miami. I,
1: love Miami. I like Miami. So she, she just, I don't know, man. There's a lot more Palo Mayombe in Miami. It,
2: all I know is, is she aware that she might not like cats, or maybe she did love this cat so much, but in Miami, there's a pit bull. See, and if he ends up in the Ganga, she's going to get charged with murder because he's a DJ.
1: But now Pitbull, what's his thing? Is he guys? Is he the one who goes "ew"? Or who's the one? DJ Khaled's the one who says his name over and over again. DJ Khaled. Yeah, he just says that. He says that and over that's, and over again.
2: But that's called contributing. That's mm. like when you you just start talking.
1: Hi, my name is Henry You're interrupting me, Ben. Um, This story is all about. um, We're going to talk about this. Okay. That's a song? That's me producing you. Oh, wow. (laughs) Oh, that's what we've been doing all these years. (laughs) The only acceptable reason to interrupt a podcast? Your dog. (coughs) That was your dog saying thank you for Barkbox. You can take a minute now. You bet your dog. But you're going to learn about Bark. It's the company dedicated to making dogs happy. Yay. Every month BarkBox decides and delivers a whole new collection of toys and treats just for your best bud. No, Wendy, I can't get you a whip. You're too cute for weapons. Every treat is made with yummy, healthy, all-natural ingredients like pumpkin and sweet potato. Mmm, tubers. My dogs love their toys selectively, but BarkBox sends good little ones for the little tiny mouths. They have little mouths but strong big spirits. So they fight over the little toys. I imagine they think that they are hunting and going after little bugs and rats. And oh, they love their life and they love the they love what Barkbox brings. Cause Barkbox brings the bark and puts it in a box. Yep. To get your free upgrade, go to Barkbox.com slash L E F T. My sister is the best gift giver I've ever met Terms and conditions apply. Every day, I fight to set my child up for success, which is why, as I sit and read Carmi and Wendy Dune, trying to explain to them the concepts of the savior complex not working, doubling back on itself, the concept of what does it mean to be a living God? What are those limitations? What are those expectations? And honestly, I know they just want chicken, but there are kids out there that need this type of direct help. And IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids covering math, language, arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed to help them understand and master topics in a fun way. Not unlike me, reading children, Dune Messiah, getting to about 365, seeing where they're at. See if they understand anything. There's no more grading these worksheets. IXL grades everything itself. One in four students in the US are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the US. You can't even believe it. You don't want to make an impact on your child's learning? Get IXL now. And last podcast in the left, listeners could get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at slash left. Visit ixl.com slash left to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price.
2: All right, everyone. Well, let's move on to uh, something. I, it's not equally, but it is out of this world. And I guess I guess Azelia Banks and what she's doing is actually very much in this in world. This world. Um, but let's talk UFOs because we must. Oh, you
1: uh, want to jump?
2: Let's jump, and then we'll go into some of the goofier stories. Because we also have a story about a man who had sex with a corpse in front of that corpse's family, and believe it or not, they were not happy. But let's get to our UFO news because honestly,
1: this is coming in hot, this coming is, in fast, and this, it's really interesting. They were upset. Um, this story comes from, this is is from Reddit conspiracy. None of this is necessarily backed up by any information whatsoever.
2: And again, this is what I told Henry before the show. When you go into Reddit conspiracy, tether yourself to like, WWE network or tether yourself to like something ESPN, real. Something, something real, something real, so then you reality. can like reel
1: it back in after you get too deep and too stone. I will say they're real torn over there right now. Uh, they don't really know what ass cons- from their elbows. I think I would say I would even go as far as to say that
2: these conspiracy theorists aren't getting along.
1: They are. Um, what there's a lot of infighting. Uh, what? They don't know who the where the coup is and who the coup was and who's <laughs> doing the coup and the word coup is happening so often. On our conspiracy that it gets to a point where I'm just going to start saying coop. And I want it to rhyme with soup.
0: I'd rather see, you know
1: what? Because it would be so much better if there was some sort of soup-based conspiracy going on because they just let them into the Capitol building. The cops were in on it and so was the government. So let us just go on to this story. This comes from a quote-unquote whistleblower. This is someone that, I don't know whether or not this is real, but it points towards other shit that is coming out.
2: This is according to the site's founder, John Greenwald Jr. Apparently, he's been doing this stuff since the 1980s. And uh, for him, you would think this is a really big uh, a moment. He was one of the people who filed a FOIA, resp- uh, a FOIA request for this information. Of course, that's the Freedom of Information Act. And it only took a paltry 20 years to get it.
1: That's so, it. Hey, that's it. No, because Black Vault is now open. The CIA is opening their entire Black Vault of UFO document uh, documentation. I'm going to get it comes from the CIA so can you trust them no but at least you can see what they have or what they consider to be highly sensitive documents
2: and you, when even when, if it, even if it is a lie or even if it is a um, sort of an alteration of the thing that they actually found or the truth but you still would
1: glean some information from it well I think it's important as people that are interested in this topic is to see what the people, quote unquote, secretly investigating it are also interested in. So you can see how they what they do is they send out what seems to be just they collect any single thing that has something to do. With either UFOs. So you'll see stuff from like the Weekly World News in there. You'll see stuff that is uh, heavily debunked. Then you'll see like credible, quote unquote, in house memos of people talking about UAPs.
2: That was my favorite part of Men in Black. I called it a documentary. Okay. (laughs) But one of the things that I did think was probably a little bit truthful was when they look at the Weekly World News for the news uh, because they hide the secret stuff in it.
1: And I mean, That would make a lot of sense. I was just about to go as far as to say, you wonder whether or not the CIA keeps tabs on their disinformation as they go and see what has been... You could start looking at their shit. What sticks and what doesn't? What sticks, what doesn't stick, what are people interested in, what facets of the UFO story are people obsessed with, what are ways that we can either manipulate that information in order to convince you of something that is not real for our own purposes, or what can we do to stick... Real bullshit in places that you can't find it, or you won't know it because everything else around it is so insane.
2: And then I suppose if you do find that one piece of truth, this is how they can also then ironically call you a quack, right? Because they're like, well, if you believe that, then you must believe all these other these other bullshit. And they extrapolate on your beliefs for you, and then before you know it, you haven't had a chance to talk. And everyone's just laughing at you. And then your pants fall down and you walk out of the room like all
1: good ufologists. Don't you dare malign the good name of Stanton Friedman. (laughs)
2: <laughs> yeah oh, and it's just honestly, because R. when when
1: we are egg-shaped egg-shaped men their pants fall down without their choice and guess what is quarantine making us less egg-shaped no we are continuing really? deeper into ovoid shapes
2: so you're you're gonna me too, gravity I, is that what you're saying are you are you are taking down a scientific fact i am sick of gravity you know what else i'm sick of
1: warmth <laughs> good The feeling of warmth. So you want your perfect world is you just floating in cold. That'll be me one day when I'm deep inside cyberspace
2: in just a form of my own mind. Lawnmower Man. Remake Lawnmower Man by the way. That movie is awesome. So Greenwald but, this is what he had to just, just really sure. quick when it comes to getting this information and this is why this guy he's been again busting his weird I can imagine weird little body for a long time trying to get this stuff. Mm-hmm. He said around 20 years ago uh, he says quote I had fought for years to get additional UFO records released from the CIA. He says it was like pulling teeth. I went around and around with them trying, and, uh, trying to do so. Finally achieving it. I received a large body of a couple thousand pages and I had to scan them in one page at a time. So what a horrible... It sucks
1: sucks to be a nerd. You're just giving a bunch of shit because they they do that on purpose. They're like,
2: go have fun with it. Exactly. It's like when you have to pay like $1,000 a thousand dollars to the bank, and you pay in all pennies. Yes, like it's such a fuck you, where it's like, yeah, there you go. There's two. There's ten
1: thousand documents. Scan every single one Do of them. Make you sure want. you get them back to us. There's another story that came out of Reddit conspiracy, which is this: someone knows somebody at the quote unquote NOAA. And for those of you who don't know who the NOAA is, yeah, who are they? It is. The National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration. Oh, okay. Um, this oh, so
2: this w- is a U.S. government. Uh, this is not. This isn't like a alien offshoot group. This is a, this is a federal U- group. Oh, okay. This is a federal okay. group. They say
1: they know this, and what I like about this conspiracy theory is that because it's so specific, like saying the NOAA is a fun, specific, very small government agency that maybe, or, or you know, it's a a to the side it's not a main government agency I don't mean to b- malign anybody no the it's very important and also yeah. if you are a member of the NOAA, the NOAA and can speak to any of this side stories lpotl at gmail.com but apparently there ruin is, your
2: career there email is, us now you ruin
1: your career come on disclose, disclose there's some <laughs> chatter that apparently, this disclosure concept is going to be coming out soon, and the the main thing which, which we talked about a little bit, when we talked about the director from the phenomenon. We said that oh, it, it seems great like such a good
2: interview for our Patreon. Thank you all for giving to our Patreon.
1: Thank you. But he basically points towards whatever is going to come out of UFOs I, I, the next couple of years I think is going to be USOs. So we're going to be talking a lot about ocean-based oh. shit that is going to talk about. And what this person is is talking about is, first of all, alluding to this Russian submarine incident that happened. I mean, again, all of this is just actual fun conspiracy theory. Right. Um the story came out in July of 2019. Okay. I don't know if you remember hearing about this, but I remember this hitting the news, and it was just one of those blip blips, which was. 14 sailors died on a secretive Russian nuclear submarine. Okay. Putin called it this incident a great loss. He said apparently it was this top secret Russian submarine that had a fire on the inside of it and all of the crew died. That's
2: a horrible way to die. Yeah, absolutely. Especially
1: because you're also dying in a highly secret way, which means then your body just disappears. Right.
2: Nobody is going to talk about it whatsoever. You would think if it's a fire on a submarine, open the window. (laughs) Put the fire out.
1: You are simply Uh. America's humorist. (laughs) Ben, kiss I just can't wait to read your... Oh, God. You 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 should do a little article for a
2: local newspaper called Sundries. I love it. You know what I'm going to call my book? Ben, don't break. That's a pun.
1: That's... Wow. Wow. <laughs> I myself. That's actually wrong. I it's not, don't break. it's not, not that bad. It's not that bad. I mean, it's, I'm, it's
2: too punny. I don't like it. But.
1: That was, they say, according to this whistleblower, this was a conspiracy theory. That was a fake story. Oh, that was, um, they didn't die. No, they did not. Well, they did die. But apparently the NOAA, this is conspiracy theory, has now had thousands of incidents of contact with these underwater beings. And then it's fairly common knowledge amongst certain departments and roles in the organization. Basically, there's people saying that there is shit going down in the at the, uh, the bottom of the ocean. And the what huh? possibly happened to this submarine or something that happened to the submarine is that they essentially were investigating a reptilian stronghold at the oh. bottom of the ocean or some type of stronghold. And they went well, down there. Well, do the
2: reptile, and, can they breathe underwater? They have suits. They have reptile suits. Uh, they have suits, Kessel. Okay. First of all, well, so why would you, I, I, if you're going to make it up, why, why, all why not of just make facts it so far? But why not just make it an aqua creation mm. that that wouldn't need to wear a suit. suits? But that's from turn, that's TMNT. That's Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Those are enemies from. The, I had the toy. I actually had the toy that you're talking about.
1: Suits imply technology. And of
2: course, the only person that's seen the bottom of the ocean is the great director James Cameron, our favorite director. What? Just unbelievable. Our old best friend James Cameron. We've been shouting outside of his house. Four
1: months, being like, give us a movie role. I am Avatar. And I painted him all blue. And oh he, yeah, dude, got it was my, scra- my fucking hair all matted with all the fucking temper paint that we got. Like, was from it was like from Michaels. Yeah, yeah, I he remember. Was just slathered with it, just fucking shouting and coughing all over his front door. He loves it. no well, apparently he hasn't come out. He said, "Quote, get out of
2: here." And I guess uh, that's the name of a new movie or something. Remember, so maybe. go
1: have sex with Sandra Bullock.
2: Whoa. Actually, my. I
1: don't know if he is married to Sandra Bullock. And actually, he'd be very lucky if he did.
2: Absolutely. Absolutely! Oh my God! By I just saw Jesse James in a picture. Oh, big mistake, buddy. Big you, mistake. You probably buddy. should have stuck with Sandra there, but uh,
1: but this is uh, who knows? They're saying so that the is- N- the NOAA has had experiences, and apparently, they swim around. They literally are around these several areas, several weird ass fucking species of alien life. Because guess what, Kissel? What? They're not alien. They live here. They live under the ocean. Like hey, Sebastian, hey man,
2: you know who the f knows? There's that, what's there's going that story. On. But and the then, nice thing is, instead of having to like James Cameron get a uh, a uh, small one person submarine, we're polluting the ocean so much. They're coming to us because they're like, eh, eh, we can't. Eh, there's not enough oxygen. Oh my god! They don't it's need
1: gully all over again. Whoa! Look at that. There's I, another story. That well, you I do should... want to
2: talk just one one second about how the how Mr. Greenwald got this information and how difficult it is. So the CIA. This is from 2020. Because they are the peak technological agency in the United States government, they gave him a CD-ROM containing mm-hmm. everything. Oh, makes sense. And this is oh, no,
1: definitely. I had to go to the DMV for something, and I had to download a PDF that I have to print and then mail to them.
2: It's like dealing with your grandmother and trying to get her a Christmas card, because she won't open the fucking email. It's the fucking like, email it's says, every right fucking Christmas! It's right there! I've already done it! Anyway, he says, quote... This is Greenwald. He says, the CIA has made it incredibly difficult to use their records in a reasonable manner. They offer a format that is very outdated. It's a multi-page TIF and offer text file outputs largely unusable that I think they intend to have, uh, that they have people using, quote, as search tools. In my opinion, this outdated format makes it very difficult to, for people to see the documents and use them for any research purpose. So there's kind of like, we'll give it to you. But uh, it's going to be extremely difficult to read It's going to be real old
1: technology It's going to be a colossal pain in the ass How bad do you want it? That's what they do and they make you dig You got to fight for that inch And that's why that at any given Sunday Should have been about ufologists Versus these so-called foosball players
2: Football players, go pack, go and I just John feel Reed like
1: any, if anybody had a serious job Where they, they were called players I, You're sitting on your flat ass Talking
2: into a microphone.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I'm an American For patriot. Gain.
1: I'm an American patriot. I'm
2: so fucking happy. None of you. I'm so happy. No shirts. No t-shirts at the Capitol. Good. We did it. We Woo! made it. Fan all base right. intact. Very nice. Good.
1: Good work, one um, and all. But there's another story that came out two years ago that also is that okay. one of those weird things. It's another one of those random ass conspiracy stories then kind of line up with this story so this is another one that says i work for the noaa and straight up murder mermaids are fucking real dude well there's no way that sentence isn't completely true
2: i'm looking at the website that you're looking at my eyes are blazing over it's bright red very strange small white lettering how why speaking of how difficult it is to consume this information it must be done on purpose Almost like when you make when you get somebody super tired and then you then you like see like how well can you drive now? Looking at that website makes me cringe. It makes me slightly nauseous,
1: and just to get past that and consume any information is a feat. But no, this comes from an our, this comes from an R conspiracy post that the only reason why I'm reading it is because it's interesting to see whoever is doing this, whether it's all fake or not. They are kind of stringing some fun ideas together. In 2012, there was an incident of a few beached whales that were investigated by NOAA and a team from the Navy. That was just
2: last podcast on vacation.
1: Hey, come on, (laughs) y'all. Leave us alone. I got 50 SPF on. At first, they thought, what's weird is that they found these cylinders cored out of these whales. And they said they thought it was weird. Again, don't know if a single shred of this is real.
0: Great. Whales Um, are real. The
1: whale part The animal of a whale. Yeah, the whale animal is real. The truth. Um, But they didn't know what the hell was going on. But they've told apparently they, uh, long story short, they said they found irrefutable evidence of an advanced humanoid species living under our oceans. Using what is called a multi-beam sonar, we found their dwelling areas and also what appeared to be underwater vehicles of some kind. The creatures themselves were tracked by the Navy over the course of two weeks using a submersible equipped with a special deep sea, uh, uh, With a special deep sea observation equipment. The creatures displayed speeds of 70 plus knots faster than the sailfish. They were also recorded emitting sounds that resembled marine communications, and instruments also captured the emissions of precision sonar blasts that damaged the hull of a submersible.
2: Well, and there you go, folks. There is no way that's not real because somebody wrote it down, someone hit. Yeah, love it. Put that to my website and it's all there for you to read.
1: I love it. They have a glow around their entire body. They look like a computer animation, according to an officer that saw footage of the creatures, including juveniles, right? They look nothing like. They, including juveniles. Does that give it more credibility? I don't know. I don't fucking know. Why would they, they, say that? they don't have a fishtail. They're completely humanoid, but extremely thin and tall. Oh, lucky. The bodies were covered in a material resembling elemental mercury. It looked like it was moving. Oh. They were very. Cool. interested in the submersible and seemed to know they were being observed as a few times they would swim off and come back with more creatures. We observed in max five of them at once varying sizes but otherwise identical to appearance. Their eyes were completely white. There was no visible hair nor any features that impl- implied male fe- female. The dark talking about ding-dongs or hoo-hahs. Whoa! We flashed sequences of lights at them sounds and even extended a robotic arm on the submersible to try and get some kind of physical sample slash DNA from the specimens. Better watch out because they did that in Russia too and they got zapped.
2: Very careful.
1: And we don't know what they were how they were swimming as they weren't wading or moving their bodies like a fish or even like how a human would move it or they were simply just capable of moving rapidly in any direction. It's interesting. Again, fake, but who knows? I like to do it, but this is not fake. That this is DHH not video. This is another I mean, one. Honestly, no, though, when I'm pointing at my finger and you can't see me. This is not fake. This is fucking legit. Well, we do, do have DHS to, at some people. point in this segment. because I, know. I have. We a, will. A,
2: a, you, they just described Gwyneth, Gwyneth Paltrow, by the way. Um,
1: She's do, got do nipples. You, I've, seen, I've, <laughs> I've masturbated to it before. Honestly,
2: Shakespeare in love. The only good part of that movie. I love that movie. It's okay. Uh, When I was a lonely boy, before I realized it's just better to be alone. Uh, (laughs) I used to really like Shakespeare in
1: Love. But, you know, things change as you adults. Um, So this is, look this up. uh, The DHS, uh, this is UFO off the east coast of Aguadilla in Puerto Rico. Look this up. This is about in 2013. 30 more seconds. This from an airplane where they showed an object that kept the plane from landing. And it is fucking legit. It's scary as fuck. Okay, how do people get there? It's just, you gotta look it up. The UFO off the coast of Aguadilla. UFO off the Puerto coast of Rico Agui- In
2: Puerto Rico. Okay.
1: Because you go down there and you could see the orb go into the ocean with fucking dope. No oh, bl- no and it goes right back out. It does not lose speed. It's fucking wild. It's one of the wilder UFO videos I've seen in a while. It's like three and a half minutes
3: long. All right. Check it out. Live right from
0: your grave.
3: Correct. Texas Pete. Sauce like you mean it. Visit texaspete.com and use the store locator to find Texas Pete products as well as purchase sauces and get recipe inspiration. And use the promo code PODCAST24 for 20% off at texaspete.com This podcast is brought to you by
1: Squarespace. Finding work-life balance can be tough.
3: And fast-growing trees has given me some wonderful plants that I can use. Like I got this uh, Texas sage, it's purple. I've dug up a whole bunch of horrible bushes and shrubs up in front of my window and in front of my house and put some purple Texas sage up there and it's going to thrive and it's going to look real good. Now I didn't even have to go to a nursery to buy it. It came to my house.
2: so let's move on to a different story involving penises, okay? Can we get to something that we all know for a fact is real? All I know... (coughs) Can we get to something? My job
1: is to keep the people informed of the real news well, and not this, get distracted
2: by the lame stream media. Don't put your dick in a bunch of things that has a tie to an app. That's all I'm going to say Please about don't. this. Please don't. Just so don't. A hacker took control of a dude's cock basically when he, uh, <laughs> when the dude put his penis in one of these like boner things and the hacker told the guy, your cock is mine. That is a direct mm. quote. He said, your Crock cock is, is mine. mine. No,
1: Your cock is mine. <laughs>
2: and so uh, in October of last year, security researchers found that the manufacturer of an internet uh, chastity cage, it's a sex toy, as you can imagine. It's not something that you do taxes with. I don't think everything has to be explained to us that much. We know that it's a cage for your balls and it's a thing. Yes, absolutely. It's not like going to college. So the victim asked to be identified only as Robert. He put a scock in this thing, and then he received a message from a hacker demanding a payment of point. Zero two Bitcoin, which is around seven hundred and fifty dollars today to unlock the device. So So you wanted seven hundred fifty bucks basically in via Bitcoin. This is as if this is like real life jigsaw. This is real life saw. But instead of having to like fish a key out of your stomach with a fishing wire, you have to uh, give this guy Bitcoin to get your cock back.
1: Yes, but he's it wasn't even on his dick. What do you mean? It wasn't. He said that he had, it was locked, but his, he was not on it. Oh, said, that's, I didn't have so this. this guy was just I didn't have lock on myself while this happened. Robert said it wasn't even on it. He just watched it lock and in front of him. And you heard of, I guess a voice can come out of it. This is like your cock is mine now when you couldn't see the cock and couldn't register that the what? cock wasn't inside of it. This is according to an I, I guess this is
2: extremely common. Another victim who only wants to go by the name RJ. I love the shame. Although, at the same time, don't have shame. Who cares? Show us how it works. (laughs) He says... I wasn't the owner of the cage anymore, so I didn't have full control over the cage at any given moment. Then don't put it on your penis, please. Uh, Almost every company and their product, this is according uh, to Alex Lomas. He is a security researcher. Uh, He says almost every company and product is going to have some kind of vulnerability in its lifetime. Maybe not as bad as this one, but something. He says it's important that all companies have uh, have a way for researchers to contact them. And that they keep in touch with them. So it's I just, funny. If
1: anything touching my balls or if anything was touching your pussy or your butthole, just don't let it have access to the internet unless you know everybody who's on a chain.
2: Certainly not somebody who was fiending for Bitcoin because, as we know, you push an animal against a wall. That animal is going to bite, and this guy he wanted that freaking Bitcoin. He wanted that Bitcoin, and he'll kill for it. And he'll kill for for it. Um, All right. Well, so that story, I guess it's not on his cock. So that is what it is. But be careful, don't put it on your cock. And the other story that I thought was kind of fun because you know we've been talking about exercising and running. All
1: we do, we have a little bit because people keep on finding corpses. I know that's right. That's how we've been talking about exercising is in the term (laughs) of corpse finding. Yes. But
2: anyway, we almost had something similar to a uh, corpse finding here recently. This is according to the BBC. A human foot was found by a woman. She was running and she found this human foot and she called the police as as you should do. Um, But it turns out it was just a potato. (laughs)
0: <laughs> so suspected human foot was <laughs> found, so in a muddy field. That's so sad.
2: It turned out to be a potato. Quote, after a large scale police search, a dog walker in Gateshead, uh, they sent the officers the photo. The officers were like, yep, that looks like a foot. Yeah, hey,
1: right. There's got to be a foot. I can tell on him. He almost got the fucking eyes. You Can you see it? And you are like, well, sometimes feet have acne.
2: So the woman found what was supposed to be a foot. It turned out to be a potato. And then the police said if it does turn out to be a vegetable our police dogs will say thank you for the treat although I don't think that dogs like raw potatoes
1: yeah they're just going to eat a raw potato actually I don't think dogs can eat potatoes
2: no I think dogs can eat potatoes they can't eat a few they can't I'm eat I'm going to type it up
1: Can dogs eat yeah I actually do that because I do that
2: I search can dogs dot 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 constantly
1: what well, is sad is that I asked one time because you know i are be like oh you ever do that where you ask like you're like hammered or nice at night and you like look at your phone and go like how can I tell if a dog loves me? Like I remember oh. looking at the very beginning of like getting Wendy and then all of a sudden my Quora. Do you remember Quora? I still get emails eighty so, times a day they just from get Quora. Sadder and sadder and sadder just being like, is it okay to cry? Is it okay? <laughs> it's so weird. Can dogs eat potatoes? I'm Let's see what
2: up. the answer is. Can dogs eat potatoes?
1: Don't let your dog eat any raw potatoes Whoa! Or any potato plants. Whoa. Oh, shit. Dogs should oh, never. Shit. It's one of the most dangerous foods a dog can eat. No, if you eat a potato, it's got to be cooked. Holy hell They no. got to be cooked.
2: No raw potatoes.
1: I know that they're not. I mean, technically, we give Wendy like little tiny bits of French fries if it's cute.
2: That's cooked. That's deep fried. That's more yeah, that's than cooked. Cute. It's better than cooked. It's deep fried.
1: It's cute and she likes it. Absolutely. But yeah, that's not a treat.
2: Oh, good work! You called the British. And speaking of foreign news, foreign news, Henry, I see that you finally got the TV show that you pitched. <laughs> finally, I see that you finally you got it how, to you, go to air. You know how and I'm I so love.
1: proud of you. You and know my big thing is Henry Zabrowski, His big break was always going to be in European. Children's television, <laughs> because you know what—they just got different rules over there. They have no. They have these same rules. Do they? They're a little they can, bit more look, lax. Have you on read this age. article?
2: They're a little bit more lax on
1: age. Have you read this article? And yes, see what I read this the is? article. This is—I don't know how to describe what this show is. This is. This came out last week. This is from the Guardian. <laughs> Denmark launches children's TV show about a man with a giant penis. He- no, this is a story. This is it's based off. It's a character named John Dillermont because apparently Diller is term for penis over there. It's like schlong or something, and Dillermont means penis man. He is a big, big old penis. They
2: repeatedly call it extraordinary. It's
1: extraordinary, and yeah. that it can perform rescue operations, etch murals, hoist a flag, and even steal ice cream. The from problem. children, now, I don't is. like that necessarily. Um, but the whole thing is that it's all about how they were trying to find a way to teach children about how to be appropriate with your penis. This is true. Okay. This is the this is comes from the the Danish equivalent of the BBC. Well,
2: and again, when we say children, the program is directly aimed at four to eight year olds. Very maybe young.
1: Maybe, maybe
2: nine to. 12 year olds, maybe because that's know. when you start really. I don't know. It says the whole there. show
1: is supposed to be about the struggles and the hardships of a man with the world's <laughs> longest penis. And I want the story. I got the world's smallest violin I'm playing right now. I just don't know. It's the idea is that he his penis does all these fun things, like goes to the store and does all these adventures, but then it's chastised when it's naughty oh. right so the the idea is that the it's supposed to it's supposed to be a parable about how a man needs to have control over his naughty, naughty penis. Okay,
2: well, this is according to a uh, Danish author. She says, is this really the message we want to send to children while we're in the middle of a huge Me Too wave? But I have to say, if it is doing as you just said, Henry, teaching him to control said massive whang,
1: perhaps that is a good thing. But the thing is that when a, when a penis is naughty (laughs) tell me Um, honestly sit me down light the fire oh may I
2: have some chili while you tell me this story oh this is your famous pork chili thank you please my huge son
1: (laughs) um you see when a man's penis is naughty like let's say it steals ice cream from a sheriff I do that sometimes yes you know how your penis does that sometimes you just need to give it a little spank yeah. So that it goes back to its home, which is your pants. Oh. But this is the type of stuff that they're saying. So this is like one, like one of the producers came up. Uh, this is a a cl- no. This is a clinical psychologist who works with children. Um, they th- th- this person believes that the show's opponents may be overthinking things because obviously it's it's getting a lot of heat right. both over here and over there. John Dailerman talks to children on Charles third way of thinking, and kids do find genital funny. The show depicts a man who is impulsive and not always in control, who makes mistakes, like kids do. But crucially, Dillerman always makes it right. He takes responsibility for his actions. When a woman in the show tells him that he should keep his penis in his pants, for instance, he listens, which is nice. He is accountable.
2: You know, that is nice. And how many times have you seen somebody jerking off in front of you and you just said, my goodness, I wish you would have watched this cartoon so you would know... Put it in your pants. I
1: should be like, thank you, Mr. CK. Honestly, though, I'm ready to be number seven on your television show, sir.
2: Number seven. Christian Gross does not share the same sentiment as Urla. Um he says uh it's perpetrating this is a quote, it's perpetrating the standard idea of a patriarchal society and normalizing, quote, locker room culture that's been used as an excuse, a lot of bad behavior but, for men. It meant to be funny, so it seems as harmless so it's seen as harmless, but it's not. And we're teaching this to our kids. Well, I have to say this I played sports and locker room culture you is fucking huge. bragging. Uh, no, I'm just saying locker room culture is is not there's nothing to do with women because it's usually just about boys um, looking at each other and then mm-hmm. doing weird stuff and then taking big dumps mm-hmm. and then smelling the dumps and yeah, then being yeah, like whoa it's a smelly it. dump yeah and yeah, then you, and you listen. guys all
1: spanking each other with towels and washing each other and practicing mm-hmm. doing late night practices and you got the coach over there and he's giving everybody cigars and
2: and especially in
1: wrestling because you have to
2: weigh everybody at the end of each or mm-hmm. at least before a meet so everyone's nude and everyone's mm-hmm. waiting in line to hit the scale and there's not a thought of a woman in our minds. It's all oh man. It's all men all I'm, the time.
1: I, I hate it. I'm so glad yeah. I was in you theater. You actually missed
2: out on a lot of locker room stuff. It's all du- dudes doing dude stuff. Is You know, it's
1: hot. It's I, hot in a way, isn't it? It? Is, it is. If you were in that situation and you found it hot, it would be very hot, but I always hung out with the girls because I like. girls. Well, you can't girls. be in their locker room. No, 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 but the, I was in theater, so we were all in each other's dressing rooms. See, Even we then. had dressing rooms, which is funny. We had locker rooms. dressing rooms were all about being dressed, but everybody's nude in them. And a locker room <laughs> is like another type of thing, where it's just like you were just surrounded by dudes. I wanted to be with the girls because I like <laughs> girls better than boys. So why I actually take a little bit of offense to this whole locker room? There's a lot of things that happen in locker rooms. A
2: lot of growth. A lot lot of people, (laughs) But (laughs) But what's worse, locker room culture or your glamorous theater dressing room culture, I would say the dressing room culture
1: has probably seen more acts of violence than the locker room. Well, now we found out a lot. We've learned a lot about Los Angeles culture, haven't we, over the last couple of years? (laughs) But this is different. I guess it's what's hard. It's because they're saying anybody who says, this is one of those like weird thought tricks where they're like, anybody who says that this show could possibly be misconstrued for having sexual undertones, it projects old, Adult ideas on it, and you should feel shameful for thinking about how you feel weird about looking at that man's cartoon snake-like penis. To having a bunch of like fun adventures.
2: This is why my poems were to the sky when it comes to the cutie that Netflix show cutie. Oh, don't even I'm bring just it like, up. I'm
1: not talking about it. I'm like, I it's not for me. I don't give a fuck. I don't want to think about it. I never it. want to watch it. I didn't look at it. Even I don't at the beginning. care. I just my fingers just slid whoop, whoop, just whoop, 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 right, whoop, right past it, right whoop.
2: to the unbelievable netflix series we are the champion
1: i love we've we talked about this on oh, the show my already God. um but this is what i do like is there's another but, res- then, but the latest response been, this is another response from yeah. Dalvi- danish television from the latest criticism criticism by saying it just as easily could have been a program about a woman with no control over her vagina <laughs> meanwhile everyone got really mad last week with we, two weeks ago we did rock Terio <laughs> part three when we talked about the woman's Uterus falling out of her oh, pussy and her doing the Ute Scoot. Ugh. I would like to see. Maybe it would be different if a, a fucking prolapsed vagina fell out of a woman in a cartoon and just the ends of her uterus were doing all sorts of shenanigans. I'll watch that show, sure.
2: Well, Mister Zabrowski, we loved your idea about Big Kick, uh, Big Cock Johnson mm. talking about how he made mistakes and he's learned how to he handle. He's made his a because-
1: lot of mistakes.
2: This pussy show, though, that's actually going to be greenlit for a movie. Yeah, now you are a television author and you are a movie author. You're a multiple writer, my friend.
1: Because that's what happens when a woman puts up a tent. You know, like no in a minute, it's erection with women. I, it's when their vaginas are deep, when their uteruses are deep. You know, as,
2: as we, of course, we do this show, you have sort of like three brains going on. You have what you're saying, what you want to say. And then once you said what you wanted to say, then you also think about ramifications in real time. Mm-hmm. And uh, every day
1: I'm like in the matrix, but yeah. it's for like, what am I going to say about a woman's uterus?
2: I just feel like we've somehow managed to stumble upon problematic territory that we know. didn't even. We we're just talking about a show. I have no clue. Theoretically should be innocent. But I guess it's not because it's directed at four and eight year olds. And I suppose if I was the father and I walked in on my I son being like, "Why are you watching the big?" Cop I just show? don't know how I, I feel. Know. I just feel. You know what? Whatever just, just happened to freaking Barney? Barney taught. Barney us- sucked. Barney taught me so much. Uh, Mister Rogers taught me so much. The the what the
1: Teletubbies taught people. What Whatever don't- just happened to letting your kids watch Pet Cemetery? You know what I mean? Maybe that's what happened to
2: Azealia Azealia Banks. Don't ever say. She watched it
1: too young. I like what she does. I love what she does. I like what you do.
2: All right.
1: Uh, And also, uh, just real quick, we actually got a lot of uh, fantastic—we got a lot of fantastic— uh, emails from people that are OBGYNs talking about uh, uterine prolapses and the main thing that I'm, <laughs> I got back is girls gotta do them uh, okay, gaggles or you do with you because that's the thing I had this while you ever see me when I got eel dick when the inlining of my fucking dick fell out of the no. top of my penis and I had to do all that ab work to what reel it back you, in
2: you are so fucking disgusting
1: oh no, wait other no, message?
2: do not stand up Henry is now doing something. It's a physical act out at this point. Now he has okay. Thank you for that. There is the eel dick.
1: I just didn't know that men. I didn't know that humans could get red rocket. Yeah, but this is so uh, gross. This is disgusting. That is honestly truly disgusting. But this actually comes from our dear. This also, I want to say where I'm vindicated. This comes from our dear, uh, uh, our dear friend Ellie, who's a geologist. You're gonna
2: try to make something. You're gonna try to do something like scientific with this. Apparently, poop does turn to rocks. All right. It's time for Hero of the Week, everyone. Pooper Lights. Wow. Thank you, Ellie. Thank you. thank you. Honestly, thank you. Isn't that fun? The smarter you get and the more educated you get, you're still just surrounded by shit. Everywhere. All right. It's time for Hero of the Week. Hero of the Week. This week's Hero of the Week reminds us of little us's. It's a 12-year-old kid. His name is Kale Bell. He has gotten in some trouble. This kid is dope as fuck. Why did he get in trouble? Well, because he threw a rave in his school's bathroom. What an awesome dude. So no one really came to it, but there's a bunch of pictures of the 12-year-old DJ. He held the event in the toilets of Manchester, St. Anthony's Catholic College. He invited all boys from the year eight to attend the set included a Thirty minutes of freshly mixed bangers, alongside complimentary refreshments and Cadbury Twirls. <laughs> this boy has a future. Congratulations! That picture Gale. of
1: him with that DJ equipment is fucking incredible. It really is incredible. And the Picture of him—he's so sad. He's just like in trouble in the fucking. He just <laughs> wanted to be a DJ it's and have a good funny. time.
2: So his mother, Louisa Bell, she seems to be handling all of this uh, very well. I actually, because if I find out my kid did this, I'll be like, "You're so." freaking adorable but let's let's wait let's not do it in a bathroom and hopefully six years from now you don't want to be a dj because it's only cute when you're 12 but this is what she says she says this is the mom she says am i wrong for finding this funny which reminds me of my mother she used to cuss constantly every time i got in trouble not every time but a lot of times she'd be like that's kind of funny like when my friend jared faked the seizure of course my mom was like well it's kind of theatrical it's pretty humorous she always had my back (laughs) if it was just funny enough so i love this mom uh so she says yeah am i wrong for finding it funny i had to laugh it's been a terrible year and i couldn't be angry with my son for trying to spread some cheer when i got the call it made perfect sense kale had been up dressed and ready to leave for school early that morning which was unheard of in our house he's so i love this 12 year old yeah he's just so ready to go dude she says he had the biggest smile on his face so i knew he was up so i knew he had something up his sleeve i asked him why he was so happy and he told me they were having a rave in school and he was indeed the DJ I get it. So.
1: reading the room dude pumping it up also if anybody can explain to us what a DJ does side stories l dot yeah. gmail.com we had a pretty extended if we had a pretty extensive conversation before the show where we all realized we don't know what a DJ does
2: yeah that's I mean honestly we just don't. So Side Stories LPO is <laughs> explain L-P- diesel, Side Stories LP- LPO @gmail.com. If you're hey, this a DJ is not
1: even we're not going to read this on the air because I think it's boring a lot of people. This is for my personal information.
2: Anyway, Kale's dad thought it was also uh, hysterical and he said, quote, "Go on, son." Um so we did have they did say we did have a conversation about whether or not we should be angry. But how could we be? So there you go. There you Good work. Trying to spread a little joy in the bathrooms. Kale Bell. Well, that sounds weird. But <laughs> Kale <laughs> Bell, you're the hero of the week for throwing a rave. All right. Let's do a letter.
1: Oh, here we go. Oh, we got a lot of really good responses. People talking about apparently it is not pika, which is what I said last time. It's is pika is what you call when someone has unusual cravings. Oh, OK. Um, So this was a letter that came from a formally pregnant now, a mother. <laughs> no, well, maybe not. Away. I don't
2: know. It could go either way.
1: Back in early 2018, I was heavily pregnant with my daughter. At this stage, my blood pressure was getting pretty high, and the doctors were getting worried for mine and the baby's safety. One day, I was reading a beauty magazine when I saw an advert for a makeup sponge. My mouth started to water at the mere sight of it. What? I was a bit weirded, though, nothing of it, until I realized that I had the very same type of sponge in my makeup bag. I retrieved it, it was clean. I put it in my mouth and it was so very satisfying. Really? Chewing on it, sucking on it, felt wonderful. I chalked it up to a weird pregnancy moment, cleaned the sponge, and put it to one side to discard. I put it to one side to discard. I told my husband and he thought it was funny. A few days later, though, I found myself craving the thing again and this time tore it to pieces. Still didn't swallow it, though. Week or so later, my husband gave me a different brand of beauty sponge to replace the chewed up one I had thrown away. It was not satisfying. Whoa, at all. sugar I free. One particular brand of sponge. Otherwise I wouldn't be happy. She wants that Sriracha sponge. I guess so. Uh he fixed this. He bought me two of his sponge he preferred, and I happily went to bed chomping on the thing as I went to sleep.
2: Oh, that's a nice <laughs> husband.
1: It's I mean, honestly, you just roll with it. <laughs> you have to. You got yeah. to. These episodes went on until I had our daughter by C section in April twenty eighteen, and once she was there, the craving vanished immediately. Huh. So strange.
2: Interesting.
1: Well that's not uh, I mean,
2: hey, that's that's that's. That's good. I'm happy. And they, say they, eat, they say when you're pregnant, you eat things like pickles and ice cream, which is kind of weird, there or was, sponges.
1: There was also a lot of people who said they got absolutely sickened by the story of the, the other pregnant woman on the show when we were talking about a last week's episode of Last Podcast on the Left saying that they ate all the vacuum dust. Ooh, this is one yeah, of those. That was,
2: so, that was our polyphagia episode.
1: Like, I, have undi- I have undiagnosed pica all my life. I'm absolutely compelled to eat dusty things like dry, unused, clean, clay-style cat litter, terracotta. Cata Crayola, sculpting clay, wood ash, and sticks of chalk. It's like something comes over me as I start, and I zone out, and when I come back, I've eaten a lot of clay or ash. Sticks of chalk is easier because I'll just have one stick. It's already a pre-portioned thing. I try to stay away from all of it because it's not food, but it's tricky. Something about a texture that sucks all the moisture off the tongue, and that kind of processed poison taste, it's like sucking on a battery. I love it
2: wow okay that's i mean hey no harm no foul just be safe because at some point I,
1: I would assume your body is like that's not good for me but okay yes yeah, this shit's really it's very very often these oh. people we do i worked at a camp for people with disabilities we had a few campers who had had pica as well as prater willie syndrome prater willie syndrome is another one where kids eat and, eat and eat and they don't feel hungry they don't feel Full. satisfied ever oh, okay. um so uh when a camper I couldn't remember uh, this camper I remember who would ask about our next meal literally at least twice every minute one night we had a dance at the dining hall and we all had watermelon earlier that day I found this camper reaching into the garbage and stuffing the watermelon rinds into her pockets for later it was something that constantly needed to be monitored I even heard once about a client my mom knew who had PW syndrome who had gone to a basketball game without his mother he ended up eating so much because there was no one there to tell him and he died from his stomach exploding oh
2: my god that's like the movie Seven,
1: it is, but that's just one of those stories, and we'll cover more varied stories next week. Oh, I just right, it was interesting.
2: Well, thank you all so much for listening to this week's side stories. Twenty twenty one is off with a literal bang, and it's only going to get better. It must. I'm really excited for the second half of this year. I'm already thrilled. We have some tour dates coming out that we're going to tell you about. Sure. And of course, we have our weed line coming out. Yeah, Which yeah, yeah. thank you all so much for taking our survey. Yeah. And And um, yeah, we'll keep you uh, updated on all the things. And. and uh, uh,
1: I talked about we talked about a little bit about this, but we're probably not going to have an official donation mark on this merch just simply because it's too late. But what we are going to do is we Kissel and I are going to give some of this weed money to some form of charity. So we want to find somebody that people that are helping. People get out of jail for marijuana, specifically
2: crimes. for drug crimes. People that are sentenced and you know should not be there. We want to if help you them. Out. So if you know a charity or if you know a, a even a, a lawyer group, something the ACLU affiliated, something hyper specific, uh, because of course we want to help those people out. We do. Uh, freedom is not just a fun word; it's something we need to thrive for. Yes,
1: yeah, or how about freedom, but not freedom.
2: You're. An- <laughs> I mean, how about that? Why every episode the past month has ended
1: with me being like you're a moron. This is how it is. is I am. Happening? I have become becomes. Stu- I'm stupider and stupider in quarantine every week. All right. I live, a, I live a life. Live your life inside of your home as if this your house will eventually be a place you can leave. Would not that be nice? Oh god. You got to prepare. You honestly. You better fucking prepare. And you got to love your preparation before you even get into it. And I'm, ta- I'm telling you right now. Again, I've said this before. Up your booze now. If you're if you're waiting to go to bars, you're gonna need to. You're gonna want to get prepared. And That's- you're. To want to start getting advice. your last. I just mean it. If you don't, if you're trying not to get clean, you need to go and start drinking harder now because you can that get is alcohol poisoning. The, first the time worst
2: advice you could ever because give. Because okay.
1: you got to laugh uh-huh. just thinking about the sheer social vengeance you're going to wreak
2: <laughs> as soon as you fucking can. <laughs> Alright, everyone. Maybe we should keep the quarantine going longer if that's oh my the God. case. Hail yourselves everyone. Hail Satan.
1: With good deletions. Hail me. Be safe out there, everyone. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors, you can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com.
0: Emmy Award-winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mulaney Presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific time, only on Netflix. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It says
1: here I have to talk about something I need to get off my chest, and I guess I can share it here. I eat mayonnaise for fun. It's a hobby of mine, and it's an addiction, and it's a daily weight on my life, how much I need whipped egg whites and oil crammed into my veins as soon as I wake up. And a lot of people carry around a lot of different stressors, big and small. Some people are presidents. Some people are soldiers. Some people have to eat mayonnaise, especially with hard-boiled eggs Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash pod today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp! H-E-L-P dot slash LastPod.